Hey, everybody, it's Claude from Golf DMV. Shout out to our sponsor, Cache Spine Sports. Listen, you know the back's got to be right. The neck's got to be right. If you want to play your best, conveniently located right off the Capitol Beltway, New Hampshire Avenue in Silver Spring, Maryland. That's Cache Spine Sports. You can learn more at our website, golfdmv.com. ain't your stuffy snobby boring golf show it's golf dmv if you love golf and like to laugh golf dmv is your place highlighting golf in dc maryland virginia and anywhere else they travel it's golf dmv Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Golf DMV. Burn, uh, LB, and myself. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, the Love Life Cafe. Go to the thelovelifecafe.com. Go pick up a nice cup or a nice uh, 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 a shirt T-shirt, or get some yeah. sort of gift card or something for the coffee or espresso lover in your life. Or if they like pressed juices, get something, you know, get that for them mm-hmm. as a Christmas gift. And when you go, say you heard about it on Golf DMV. The code is LOVEGOLF. But again... They'll give you a discount, but don't accept the discount. Pay full price for it to support a woman-owned black uh, woman of color business. Okay, that's what we, that's what we do here. Also, uh, Doctor uh, uh, Smith, Cache Spine Sports. Mm-hmm. Go to golfdmv.com. Got to get you. Well, now's the time, really, to 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 get the back at ease, the neck at ease. Mm-hmm. I've been on Instagram watching all these videos, and because Lawrence, you've been to Doctor Smith. Does mm-hmm. she do the thing where she like crack your neck real fast and then crack your back? Can she do that kind of stuff? Yes, she can, and she does. And has. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm. I think I'm going to get an appointment. Try it out. Huh? Time in the off season mm-hmm. to go, and then you can. Then you too can be an Instagram video where you're laying on the table, and then the doctor puts her knee in your back mm-hmm. and then cracks it, and you're like, oh, oh that feels so good. <laughs> exactly. Ah, ah, that felt so great, you know. And you can you can be an Instagram video, as, as and you well. can also go to Doctor Smith too and get a gift card for somebody else to go and to have that done to them. Mean to have somebody else get their neck cracked. Great gifts, yeah. yes. Yeah, there you go. Let them know that you heard about her on Golf DMV <laughs> and ask her how how how's it being a newlywed. And yeah. you know, she's always an open yeah. book. She'll tell you exactly how it is, whether mm-hmm. good or bad. She'll just let you know, and it is what it is. Um. So anyway. Uh, moving on, uh, we've got uh, Mike and Chris from Birdie Network Golf coming up. Great interview with those guys. They're going to explain what they do. Um, and the magic of radio, I was late for that interview because of other media responsibilities, <laughs> even though you're hearing this part of the show first. Um, I was I was not on time for that. I had a, a, uh, something else. I was uh, some other media stuff. I was, and don't, no worry, don't worry about guys. it. We made fun of you while you were gone. Yeah, no. And no disrespect to those guys. All disrespect to me. I mean, you know, I knew it was seven o'clock, but you know, I had a six o'clock and they, and they ran late. But anyway, um, a couple of things we got to address first. LB, Coach B did something on his YouTube channel, correct? Mm-hmm. To uh, on based on the golf gift show that we did on this show. Right. Shout so shout out to Coach B. Talk about right. his YouTube channel and and what he did and how people came. Yeah. Watch so it. so Coach B has a, a a podcast called Fifteen. I'm looking at it now. Fifteen good minutes. Fifteen good minutes. Mm-hmm. It's on YouTube as well as all the other Instagram. I'm sorry, the all the other uh, podcast Platform. networks platforms. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he did a he enjoy, he listened to he did, he's a fan of our show. Mm-hmm. He listened to the show where you all talked about the gifts, uh, the gift card versus cash thing for christmas yeah and he did a he enjoyed he enjoyed that topic so they did the exact same topic and they discussed it as well one of the things he said um which which well one of the things he said was uh he'd be curious to hear my take because i was i was out that day i was that was recovering from the covids mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so i wasn't available for that show mm-hmm. um so after I, I did go back and listen to his show as well as our as golf dmvs to see what was actually said so my take is just a slightly slightly different from what you all had uh reported or opinions was the first day first time mine is now <laughs> When you give somebody cash versus a gift card, so if, example, if I give you a hundred dollars in cash, or I give you a hundred dollar gift card to said, let's call it, we say Dicks. That was used, I think, in one of the examples. We'll use yeah. Dicks Sporting Goods. Mm-hmm. Now, if I give you a hundred dollars cash and you say thank you, well, you, it's still a hundred bucks. Hundred bucks, hundred bucks. But you're going to spend that hundred dollars more likely in a haphazard way. Mm-hmm. You're going to get some McDonald's because they want some you, chicken nuggets, right? You're going to um, get some gas. You're going to okay. do whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. and the, the hundred dollars is going to disappear, and you're not even going to know what you spend it on. More than likely, mm-hmm. you're not going to know Christmas. what you spend Merry it Christmas on. To you. 
Exactly. <laughs> it was just, it was just $100 that came in and went out. And you don't know. You, you can't, know. you can't, you can't, you can't probably couldn't put your finger on three things mm-hmm. that the $100 bought. Okay. Now, if I give you a gift card for, for a specific, a specific store, mm-hmm. okay. So if now you have to go to store X to utilize this card. Okay. So now if I give you this card, you go to your golfer, you go to or whatever, sports you good, you go to Dick Sporting Goods. For example, let's say you go to Dick Sporting Goods and you buy a baseball glove for you. I mean, I'm using for you, both of you got sons. Mm-hmm. You go buy baseball gloves for you and your son. Okay. Now for the next 10 years, or however long before y'all crap out and say, I'm not doing that no more, <laughs> or the kid stops them when no long interest in it. But for that period of time, yeah. Every time you, every time you and your son go play catch, the idea that somebody, whoever that somebody was, gave you that gift card to which you bought these gloves, and now you and your child have memories based on that gift card that somebody got you. Yeah, Correct. I mean, I get the you idea. That's that's a high minded. That's how it should work. You know, well, ten, year, ten years from then, you'll just be like. Where were you this from? Yes. <laughs> but but no, no, right. I agree with the sentiment. I actually agree yeah, with I that sentiment. I think we mm-hmm. said on the show with the gift card, if we didn't say it, I, that I'm fine with. But you have to know, mm-hmm. you have to get it right. You need to you get have to know the yes. person. Perfectly yeah, right. Yeah. But that goes with from any gift. Yeah. If I'm giving true, you. True, true. Now, I have done I have, to I have cash. Done right. cash. Here's what I'll do. I'll write, mm-hmm. here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take $100, I'm going to put it in an envelope, and I'm going to mm-hmm. say, hey, where do you shop at? I like, uh, you know, Macy's. And I'm just going to write all that on the envelope. And then now you know, don't spend this on gas and Chick-fil-A. This the Macy's envelope. This the, well, because this the I received Bass Pro Shop gift cards before from well-meaning mm-hmm. people in my life who know that I'm kind of in this, who know I'm into certain sports, mm-hmm. and it doesn't dawn on them dicks. So it's not fly fishing. They're, they're, they're in Safeway. And they're like, uh, this looks like a sports store. And, so they get, right, and, so like, right. and I'm like, I can't because now I've got to go in there with the guy that's got the camo hat on and I've got to look around and, mm-hmm. it's just find, and find something that you can buy out of the store <laughs> yeah. because you really have nothing, no need for anything. There. But you're right, though. But if someone, you know, if, 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 if they get it to the right, which is why I, I, I mean, ta- everybody goes to Target, right? For the most part, to get something no, that they. No. Okay. No, I think I think a good one. I think a good blank one to get is Uncle, <laughs> Amazon, baby. Uncle Bezos got you. Whatever you need. Right, now yeah. to LB's point, I, I listen. Amazon is always useful. You may end up using it on paper towels, but you know what? When you go in there, you don't have to pay. <laughs> like, oh, you know what? I got a balance in here. All right. Boom. Right, I appreciate you. Right. But, That's but, true. But, right. Yeah. But the sentiment, I agree with the sentiment. <laughs> if you know someone well enough to get them a, a don't you don't want to miss like Claude's talking about the opposite mm-hmm. end of the spectrum is what Claude's talking about, where you like, oh, I know they'll love a, a gift card to, uh, you know, I don't know wax and chains or whatever and it's right. like what yeah. is this and you, and you right. hand it to somebody it's like what is this store I've never heard of this I don't want anything to do with this that's yeah. a way so make sure you know container that. store or something like that uh, like, bro, why come am on I gonna... come but on I will say this I think people communicate based on their perception obviously of things and so Christmas comes up mm-hmm. knowing Vern I should be 100% fine with saying you know what I'm just gonna put money in the envelope because I know he won't care but then if Coach B or LB, it's like, okay, let me do something a little more thoughtful because... Oh, LB not going to care. He's just agreeing with him. You can hand him money what, right now and he will take no, it. No, because, because, because that's, what, that's what matters. You know what yes. I mean? I think, I think LB would feel fine with something, you know, wrapped in a box and, hey, LB, you know, here. here. Yeah. But it's interesting, though, because... He's just Vern, arguing with the you, post office guy about $10. I mean, for sure. But, but, <laughs> but Vern, you... Oh, by the way, yeah. Shout out um, uh, GolfDMV.com. You go there for all of your holiday shopping needs, by the mm-hmm. way. Lawrence Brooks just shipping things off yeah. for a valued customer uh, mm-hmm. at the at the website. Uh, shout out to that customer. But Vern, but you gave some of the most sentimental gifts for the uh, Bandon trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know you guys. To be the cash guy, that is a little. No, but this this is a situation. I'm thinking of a situation where, like, we've got like a big family thing. We're doing a gift exchange. Maybe this is a cousin who you 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 know you know your cousin, but you don't hang out. No, but you don't know. You don't hang out with this person on the regular. Don't be fancy. Don't be fancy. Visa, (laughs) Amazon, Uncle Bezos, or straight Uh cash, homie, and that's it. That's it. Yeah, 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 that's it. I I wouldn't meet the person who you hand the one the smooth hundo to. Mm. uh, There was no thought put into this. You can keep this, sir. The best gift card story, though, it comes from Lawrence, where he said, you know, he and his brother oftentimes would give each other gift cards for Christmas, 
And at one year, it's just like, why are we doing this? We're just exchanging money. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's different stores. Yes. Uh-huh. It's to a store that I like, and you get the same amount to a store that you like. Let's just stop. Like, it's we'll cheap. just keep the money ourselves, and let's just hang out. for. And you just started doing things. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Yeah, we were yeah. we yeah. out to dinner. <laughs> like the, yeah. Like, and so the, day, to your, the day before Thanksgiving. I mean, to, uh, Christmas or whatever. Yeah. And to your point, what I, what I did do, uh, you're talking about the thoughtfulness card. Maybe not distance cousins, but like uh, at least before the pandemic, you know, my sister, my brother-in-law, my mom, I was sending them to events, mostly concerts. Uh, you know, I sent them to see like Trevor Noah at the, you know, at the Royal Farms in Baltimore, front seat, sure. stuff like that. So I'm, I, I, the sentiment I agree with, give them an experience. Cause like you said, it'll be like, even if they just not their gloves, they'll have with them forever. Now remember the time they got to go see, I think my mom saw Earth, Wind and Fire at, uh, at, uh, at um, mm-hmm. uh, the National Harbor, at the MGM, yep. things like that. They will mm-hmm. stick with, you know, good shows, hopefully. And, and they'll, they'll stick with you and remember them. So I, the, the overall sentiment, I agree with 100%. But go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no. No, that was it. Just okay. don't, don't miss with the person who you kind of know. It's like, yeah, oh, this, right. is, oh, this is Uncle Robert. I haven't seen Uncle Robert in seven years. Give Uncle Robert $40 and call it a day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So to that topic, someone is getting someone I know a surprise Christmas present. And it is a concert okay. coming up. Oh, wow. And it's a surprise. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that the surprise E is going to be very happy with the choice oh. of the surprise her is planning for. Hey, them. listen, music you and better I'm know. In, I'm in I can't. The, I can't wait. You'll have to report either. back. Yes. And, and again, when you report back, don't use names, but just say it worked out the way that I thought it would. The yeah. person tells it what. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if the artist. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't think, I think it might be a miss. I think it might. Oh, that is the worst too, because you're slice. I know yeah. the person who gives these, when you do the ticket delivery and they go to open it, it's like, oh, front row tickets to Taylor Swift. I don't <laughs> Well, and so, yeah, and we're all going, we're all going together. So it's not, it's going to be a complete 100% surprise. Okay. Oh man, this is going to be wonderful. Yeah, I'm going to just, look, I'm going to just ease in the back with my phone out, record the whole I can't whole wait. Thing. I cannot wait to hear what. Happens and speaking of misses, I mean, I told the, the infamous story of my mother in law, right? One, trying to get fancy with the golf gift, the left hand, getting the me right, a glove, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So she sees yeah. the left hand glove, oh, he's left handed. I'll get like, no, 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 it's opposite. So, my sister, uh, about a year ago, two years ago, was like, you know, why do you keep asking for golf balls? It's like, well, because I use them throughout the season. If you just give me a dozen golf balls, I'm fine. Like, it's all, it's all that, that's a, a simple, easy gift. You never have to think about it. And, 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 when she called me, I was at the driving range and she was like, and, and, and she has no clue what happens with golf. She says, but why would I give you a dozen balls for you to go out to the range and just hit them and then never use them again? And I said, that's not, so the range provides balls for us. We don't buy the balls and then go out to the range and just hit them out into the woods, never to use them again. Like, what makes you think that? Oh, I, I didn't know. It's like, but see, that's my point. You don't know. So when you ask me and I, and I try to inform you about it, trust what I'm saying. Yeah, just trust like, what I'm like, saying. Just do what I My thing is, do. why in this scenario am I the one who doesn't know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. why, like, like you have no clue, and you're asking me, and I do this all the time. But somehow in your brain, you think I don't know what I'm talking about. Like somehow it's stupid for me to ask you for a dozen golf balls because all I'm going to do is. And, and by the way, even if that was what we do as golfers, as someone who plays all the time, what did I then why, I would understand the value. Yes. How ca- you don't mm-hmm. just because you don't see it doesn't mean so. Anyway, it, it, and it's it, funny you that know. you go from like you know, hey, what would you like for a gift or whatever? Oh, you know, I like this cup. You tell them that's go, a stupid cup. This this isn't what you buy. That, <laughs> happens all the time. <laughs> golf balls. Well, what? It's like guys. Honestly, it's simple. I'm making it easy on you because again. And if you if, if you don't if that's what I want, and if you're not gonna get it, then don't ask me what I want. Just buy something. Just, give me cash. If, you, if you're even going to, I don't I don't <laughs> I don't need to give me anything. But if you're going to get me something, just get it. But don't ask me because then when I tell you, I feel like we talk about this every yeah. year. Have we been doing this yeah. every year on the show about? Yeah, this is what it is. Yeah, all pretty, shows do it. All shows do it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so I I had the I had the conversation play. today or yesterday or whatever um about about Christmas. Now we I had the same conversation. We had, same conversation every year. Mm-hmm. What do you want for Christmas? And I say, there's nothing I really want because everything that I want, I've already bought. <laughs> you know what I mean? True. And the things that the things that I have not bought, mm-hmm. I haven't bought because they're expensive. <laughs> right, right. So right. unless you, you know, my wife said, well, what do you want? I said, well, I re- what I really want, I want to spend about, I don't know, seven, eight thousand dollars to get my Mustang completely, <laughs> all the body work done and everything. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. Silence. 
what, what else you want? What else you want? Nothing. <laughs> All right, here's a Mustang keychain. <laughs> when you get that done, you got something to commemorate. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, so, uh, you know, people always say, well, you're so hard to buy for. Well, like, well, then don't buy me anything then. How about right. that? <laughs> You know, again, no, you can and, you can you can take me out to dinner. I mean, there's a bunch of things you could do that are not ex- overly expensive mm-hmm. that I would enjoy just as much as you buy me getting me a Target gift card for fifty dollars for some shit that I don't need. Oh my, right. you know what I mean? <laughs> or around take the golf, to dinner, around the golf, yeah. so easy too. Yep. Go to any yeah. golf course. Take, let's, yeah. Let's, yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's about. take me take well, me out for around the golf. You know what I mean? Whatever. Even if you're just going to yeah. sit in the cart and ride with me and watch me play, or mm-hmm. let's go to buy me a bucket of range balls and sit at the range and watch me hit some balls. I like mean, like a gift. Yeah. I mean, like go to a golf golf course and just get one of their gift certificate things. The gift certificate. Oh, yeah, call it good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just care. yeah, yeah, call it good. There yeah. you go. Yep, yep. But yeah, so we we beat that story. But I I wanted to just follow my coach. And one, thank him for being a listener. And, yes. you know, it's kind of cool that he, he, you know, he liked our topic enough to do it on his own show. So, yeah. So check out Coach's go. show, uh, everybody. Uh, one quick thing before we get to this interview. Did you guys watch the match? No, okay. I watched so, zero. Audio, audio medium. So, LB, so for those who don't know, LB just did zeros with his hands. That, that was that silence that you heard. And I just thought I would go and narrate that. I did not see any of the show. I mean, I mean, any of the match, but I saw... I kind of regret it because I saw a lot of the clips on Instagram that came on after, and I regret mm-hmm. being like, oh, this is going to be trash, this is boring, whatever. Some, at least what I consumed on social, Tiger honking mm-hmm. the cart, and then Charles, it, it just all the trash talk was funny. It was that, like, but you know, we're yeah. talking like 90 seconds worth of video. I didn't sit through the whole, the mm-hmm. whole thing. Did you watch? I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched half of it. I didn't think I was, but I was flipping through the channels. The channels, nothing else was on. I was like, oh, you know what? The match is on. Let me just Put see it on what's going on. What I picked up halfway through. Um, it, the dynamics was interesting. I like number one, 12 holes only. They didn't do the whole 18. The 12 was good. Smart. Um, I like the dynamic at night. A lot of people yes. were there watching live. A lot of people. And that's, that's Tiger. That's, that's mm-hmm. still that's people wanting, you know, to see Tiger. Now I will say this. It did seem like Tiger was still kind of reserved in his kind of banter back and forth and stuff like that, because it just seems like when the camera's on like that in that kind of environment, He's not he's letting loose. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he's yeah. still packaged. And Spieth and JT, a little more loose, oh, but yeah. it Definitely felt like out of respect for Tiger, they were just kind of, you know what I mean? Like everything was a little more laid back, but it was really cool to see them playing golf in a laid back situation where they're just kind of talking, you know, whatever. Yeah. Rory seemed really like, Irritated that Tiger that he and Tiger were loose and he was really trying halfway through to, to kind of you know what I mean and um but it was cool to see you know and then you know um to see these guys driving around talking you know I I, I think I can do a little no caddies everybody seems to love like when Barkley and these guys are talking and stuff when these guys are playing and stuff I could probably do a little less 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 with that um mm. I, so I don't really that was one of my questions is Barkley was who's it announces Barkley who else I don't remember who else it was Barkley yeah, and Barkley somebody kind of monopoly. yeah he's the one who stands okay. out yeah yeah okay. and they were you know and there was and there was there was some you know so, and in some of the feedback on social media people think oh there wasn't enough trash talking they, they should have been like well what do you guys want them to do it's like <laughs> remember back in 2020 when people started with this versus thing and people would get upset like when Jill Scott and Eric Badu did something like man mm. they weren't really battling they were too nice to each other it's like what do y'all want them to do get on camera and start throwing insults at each other like that's not what these two peers who respect queens of their genre do they respect each other's music and just because your life is miserable and you take cheap shots at your own family members anytime you get a chance doesn't mean that these two intelligent decent people are going to like what do you think you think justin thomas is going to get on there and start hurling insults at roy mcelroy no like (laughs) they're going to play golf and laugh a little bit and that's and that's it like i don't know what people expected it was really weird make it super awkward for tv you know throwing out (laughs) real insults or whatever it's like oh tiger's driving be careful just right right dead silent (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. so anyway um i i enjoyed it um i do i do think like there's got to be there's got Again, there's got to be more they can do with stuff like that. I do think they're they're right on with the twelve holes and that that's fine and, and mm-hmm. all that other kind of. Well, thing. how did the, how did the course look? Because that's Pelican Bay where they LPGA played. How did they look with the lights on it? Did it look manufactured? As I mean, I was it was, but yeah, did it look yeah. did it have that? I thought it looked fine. I thought it yeah. looked fine. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah, from um, the clips, it's it's well lit. And when you see yeah, when you look yeah, at well, then, on Instagram, yeah. I do. I can't help but to think that the short game was affected by the darkness and the lights and shadows yeah, and things like that. Like, yeah. like reading some of the putts and some mm-hmm. of the chipping right. and stuff like that. Because yeah. you know, but 
I can't do it in broad daylight. So what you know, what, what do I know about whether it affects me? With full sunlight. Yeah, I can't read with the sunlight. You know, what, you can't read it with a caddy telling you to hit, exactly. hit it left. Hit it left. The caddy is literally standing on the spot he wants me to hit it to, and I can't hit it to him. Like it's just not I just can't do it. I don't, I don't know what it is. But um anyway, uh, so oh, and so we got the PNC coming up. Um, yes. The only reason I don't care is because I want to watch Tiger and Charlie. That's the, you know, no. Tell the truth, um, you want to watch Charlie, <laughs> right? Yeah, it actually has nothing to do with Tiger. To be honest with you, it has more to do with Charlie. And and thanks to Coach for uh, direct messaging us that um that article because I had mentioned it last show mm-hmm. where um that Tiger said, yeah, I'll admit it. You know, Charlie has outdrove me. You know, from time to time when when we've played, mm-hmm. and I and and LB was was shocked, and I was like. Wait a minute. Was I was I dreaming when I read that? Like like what like because I and then I couldn't find it. And then uh-huh. you know I was glad Coach sent it because I was like, man, I can't believe you know. But you know he look thirteen. We've seen Charlie hit it. The boy seems like he can play. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. we're gonna see next week. It's gonna be yeah. I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. it. I, I I can't wait to watch. All right, uh, Birdie Network Golf guys. Uh, here's our interview with uh, Mike and Chris. If you guys want to get started, kind of introduce yourselves and talk about what the Birdie Network is and what you do. Okay, go ahead, Mike. Uh, yeah, my name is Mike. Uh, I am a producer, a video editor, and um, been working in video production for a little bit uh, now, and um, currently a government contractor. And uh, Chris got us involved with Birdie Network a couple like a couple years ago. He was like, "Man, well, can we just merge what you guys do in video production with like our my passion for golf?" And I, because I, 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 I just have a feeling. That this is something that yeah, that there's something that we can do with it here, and uh, our friend Patrick, who is our other partner in the business, um, we started paying attention, and uh, bringing that work evolved from there. Okay, Chris. Yeah, he's he's dead on. I, I lean on his and Pat's expertise pretty heavily in the video space. Um, but yeah, so so Chris, uh, also owner of the of Birdie Network, and started a few a few years ago at this point, maybe a year and a half. And like you said, we are from the DMV area. We all grew up in Northern Virginia, so very excited and pumped to be on the DMV podcast and uh, just to talk a little bit more about what we do, but also just the DMV area. It's it's you know, Matt or. Um, not Matt, Mike and Pat still live in that area. I actually live down in Richmond, Virginia, but so not too far away, but yeah, I'm just excited to to be on here and, and chatting about really golf and, and what we do and what we're passionate about. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I mean, that's as a jump on. Oh, go ahead, LB. No, I was going to say, we'll go into some detail about what you do. Cause I don't think you, you haven't told our listeners exactly what you do just yet. Yeah. yeah. Talk about like what the birdie network is and, yes. uh, and what you guys are all about. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, in a nutshell, um, we, we are a video marketing agency for, for the golf, for the golf industry and, and specifically golf courses. Okay. So that that's relatively broad. If, if you wanted to break it down and peel back the layers there, what we really specialize in is, um, golf course flyovers okay. as well as brand videos or anchor videos. Some, sometimes you call them for golf courses. So uh, to give you some backstory and some context, the reason all of this started was, uh, I've, you know, my twenties, I've moved around a little bit. I actually moved to Raleigh, North Carolina, lived there for about three years, moved up to uh, Richmond, Virginia, where I'm at now. I've lived here for about three years, but in that journey, I, I didn't know any courses in Raleigh and I didn't know any courses in Richmond. And I just found it cumbersome and difficult to go website to website and look at maybe crappy yes. pictures on the website. And you don't, you know, you read some reviews here and there on either Golf Now or Golf Reviews or whatever, TripAdvisor. And you're like, okay, is it a good golf course? Is it a crap golf? You know, I don't know. So pictures are like 10 years old uh, often. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, you have like a scorecard and five pictures to go off of. So I'm like, all right, how do we make this better? Mm-hmm. And, it just came to mind one day. It was like an epiphany. And I was like, mate, can't we just have better uh, video artifacts for golf courses? <laughs> and luckily I have some amazing best friends in Mike and Pat who are really good at that stuff. So we combined our passions and, and created birdie network to help golfers make the right choice when they're spending a hundred bucks to go play a course on the weekend. Right. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I do use those, especially when I'm going to a new course, uh, if they have, assuming they have some kind of flyover or, or at least some video of their course, how to lay out that other than just the scorecard, as you mentioned, I do use, I do utilize those services when they are available. 
Um, uh, recently, we played. I played a course in Indiana, which I hadn't played before with some friends. And fortunately, that course did have video of each hole, you know, with, and they even told you, you know, here you want to hit it left, you want to stay to that left of that tree, you want to do this, you, you know, right. told you how to play the hole as well. Um, of course, that means shit to me because I can't hit the ball where I want it to go anyway. But at least I had an idea Amen. of what I yeah. should do. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> if everything was perfect. Um, so I, I personally, I appreciate those services when they are available yeah. um, at, at golf courses. Claude, welcome to the proceedings. Claude is here now. Yeah, man. I can, so, I can yeah, pass the mic back to start? Claude. Did you guys start the show already? <laughs> yes, we did. Yes. I appreciate your patience, man. You know, um, I, I do media work, and I've got a show on Mondays that start at 6, and so uh, sometimes they run late um, with some of the things that are going on. But, I, you know, I'm sure these guys uh, thought, uh, thanked you for your time and really appreciate you joining us, you know, on on Golf DMV. Um but let's just pick up, you know, from where, from, from what I, where I think you guys are, where okay. I think the conversation, where I think the conversation is. So when you're put, when you're putting these things together, and you, you know, for people to kind of uh, uh, check out and stuff, how much of your own game do you incorporate into here's how you should play this course or here's what I think about this mm. or anything like that? Mike, I'll, I'll take that one. Well, yeah. Um, so between the three of us, right, I would say that we're on a, a varying spectrum of uh, what passes for a golfer. Chris would very, be on the very, spectrum. Okay. Of, no, so if, if uh, we're going to talk spectrum, let's talk, let's talk who's – Very diplomatic. Who's, yeah, let's go through the, the, the different levels. <laughs> let's so, go yeah. ahead and just put so it this, out there. This is, this is – Mike, I'll take that. I, I think we have a perfect spectrum. So I am your, like, competitive golfer. I used to be a scratch golfer. Definitely not anymore. But, I, you know, I played in high school, blah, 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 blah. Mike is, like – um, Mike, Mike is like your high handicapper, but he's, but he's solid. Like he makes, he just doesn't play that much. He doesn't practice, but he knows the game really well. Right. And then, uh, we have Pat who's on like the complete other end of the spectrum. We love the guy, but he's just not very good at golf, <laughs> but you know, he's amazing at what he does. Uh, him and Mike are on the video side of things. And that's why all of this really works. Right. He definitely tries, though. I mean, he oh, he, oh, he definitely tries. He, yeah. he gets really invested in something. He really wants to like. I want to become an expert in this. Uh, unfortunately, he hurts his back, and now uh, I think he's just he's happy to be driving around on the course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he come out and have a beer with the fellas. Do, but, know, but isn't that sure. so interesting? How you guys yeah. say that? Well, you got the competitive <laughs> golfer, you know, scratch handicap. You know, you got the high handicapper. Then you got the oh, I hurt my back, but I'm going to come out and do so. Like that almost. Is the spectrum that that, yeah, that golf DMV yeah, pretty much <laughs> exactly? <laughs> it gives you a very good dichotomy of like, okay, how do I like what what should we be looking for as far as like offering, uh, mm-hmm. like as far as the product goes, right? So like we have Chris on one end. It's like I'm the minutia of detail is very important to me because he can actually hit the ball where this landing zone is. Right. Like that's a, that that is important to him. On my side, it's like, ah, uh, well, I kind of just like I, what I really like to know is uh, if I go out and spend that hundred dollars in the weekend, was it worth my time? And I'm hoping that you know, I know this hole is like a dog leg right or dog leg left or this par three is X, Y, or Z amount of yards. I'm hoping I can get it close. Right. Pretty sure I can get like like I'll get there like I'll get there soon enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Patrick, who's <laughs> like, man, if I'm gonna go spend 150 bucks. With my friends, uh, it really better look nice. I better be having a good time. He'll be all the time, one hundred percent. He's a he's a landscape king. Uh, sure. <laughs> so, Chris, so this is interesting, Chris. Like, here when you guys talk, will your service sit outside of the? Is it independent? Well, do you want it to sit kind of like outside the golf courses? Like, uh, if I can give you an example, like, hey, we're gonna come in, we're gonna do flyovers. It's gonna be located on our site, and uh, not unlike Golf Now or something, golfers can go there. They can check out detailed views and they can judge for themselves. Uh, this so this isn't like when I go to like you know um, I'm gonna use Bandon as an example because or like a resort course where you go there and they have the they pay like the outside person to do the flyovers, sure. but they're just there. They're just right. on their side. On this would live on the birdie network. Am, am I right? That ideally, yes. I mean, that's okay. what we aspire to be eventually. Uh, you know, the 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 foundational principles to having a network is to have multiple courses in the network work right so that's really right. the legwork that we need to do on our end um and why we're, we're really trying to get out there and market ourselves is that so we can provide golfers a a one-stop shop for for different 
you know, golf courses, let's say just for the DMV area, let's say you wanted to bounce from um, uh, Whiskey Creek and then you wanted to go look at, I don't know, uh, Laurel Hill or something like that. Or then you wanted to bounce to Raspberry, but you didn't just want to go website to website to website to review to review. Um, that's eventually what we want to get to with Birdie Network and just have one central repository or source of truth, if you will, for, yeah. for, for golf courses and, and doing your due diligence on them. Yeah, that's, that's a great idea, actually. Yeah, because it is it is annoying to uh, to your point, to LB's point. Um, a lot of times, I mean, most of the ones in the area we've seen, but if we run up on one that we haven't um, and it's not, you know, obviously resort courses, they're going to have the money to spend to do the individual thing. But for the most part, like you say, we'll go check out some course. And uh, there's one down in Fredericksburg. I can't remember. The pictures are from like, I don't know, like 2011. And it's like, yeah. all right. So and then I got to go to golf now and just check like recent, you know, get kind of get a feel for the reviews right. and be like, is it in shape? Is it not in shape? That would be um uh, that would be that would be actually hella useful for for a lot of golfers. Not to mention the the added uh, the the added like landing zone information, you know, the inform- like sort of virtual caddy, I guess, if you will, the video yes. caddy information that would That's- be attached to that as as a as a central place to to uh, to get that information. How many courses or where are you at now in your uh, in your business? Do you have some people in the network? Have you done some flyovers with with uh, various yeah. courses in the area? Yeah, and and uh, we have we have three. Uh, and just to piggyback off what you said, yeah, I think I think the course flyovers are super important. Uh, the other aspect to what we want to do in our business is more of uh, what I called earlier when I just said like brand videos and anchor videos. Okay. So we don't we want to show the course, and we think it's important to show distances to hazards and landing zones and slopes on the greens and whatnot, so you can know what you're doing when you're on the course. I also think it's really important to understand like the milieu of the course, like look at their amenities, their putting greens, their driving range, their clubhouse. Like mm-hmm. you really get to know their atmosphere, atmosphere, excuse me, before you get there. So that's the other side we're trying to do. And we're trying to mesh those two together to really give you a holistic picture. Um, but yeah, right now we just have, we just have three. We have uh, Royal New Kent down here. That's just East of Richmond, mm-hmm. which I think you guys have played. I went we back on, on your podcast and listened to that one. So that was really fun. Actually, pretty difficult from a drone perspective. Really? <laughs> just because it's so windy and um, it goes up and down and whatnot. And then we also have Bristow Manor up in Northern Virginia. And then okay. yep. um, we have the club at Vinatera, which is basically right across the street from Royal New Kent down here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when you guys are doing, when you are, because uh, obviously, you know, you're trying to put together all this information from, you know, like you said, clubhouse, all the amenities, the course, playability, aesthetics, like just everybody's kind of got their own thing as far as what they believe makes a, you know, a great experience at a course. If we can go Chris and then Mike, like just on your personal thing, not even a whole birdie network thing, but on your personal thing, like in your personal ranking system. How do you, what, what do you look for? And you can just go one, two or one, two, three, Chris, and then we'll go Mike. Like what's important to you as a golfer, as you're capturing this stuff mm. that you think would be important to other people? Caveat, what's important to you? You're paying a hundred dollars. So what's important yeah. to you? Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Yeah. If I, if I had to pick my very first thing, it would probably just be like course landscape. You know, if it looks like a spring Creek or whiskey mm. Creek or some or raspberry falls, I'm like, all right. I like that, you know? And then my second thing is probably the the amenities. And this goes back to like why birdie network was, was formulated. Um, But I want to see, you know, do they have a nice range? You know, are there, are there little pyramids with balls sitting there? Does it look nice? Are they included? Do I have to pay extra range balls included with the green feet? Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. And then, you know, can I get, can I get a a beer at a cool looking bar afterwards? Are there, Mm -hmm. are there nice views? Is it just kind of a podunk little muni type course, or am I actually going to somewhere like a whiskey, whiskey Creek or raspberry fall? So mine is like, one course layout, but I think two and three maybe combined is just like overall experience and, and just right. the feel when you're there. Right. 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 What about you, Mike? So from my perspective, it's going to be a little different from Chris's <laughs> my, my perspective coming from that higher handicap area is uh, the playability of the course is very important to me <laughs> because at the end of the day, I would like to have balls in my bag. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's a it's a it's one of the most embarrassing things to get to the end of a day when I know I should not be losing as many balls as I am. But the the fact of the matter is is that Chris can play on a level of course 
effectively well. He may not have a great day. He may have a great day. You know, that's like we all have jobs at this point. If he was playing every day like he was uh, at an earlier point in his life, he'd always have a great day like in comparison to other people. But for me, a great day for me is getting out of that, like getting out of that course and being like, you know what? I was I did respectably today. Right. <laughs> I still have balls so, left in the back. So I'm, I'm watching, yeah, I'm watching the flyovers, or I'm watching video, or I'm looking at holes, and I see, oh, okay. So there's like six par fours here that are dead straight. Like that's on me. If I mess up, right. that's on me. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> there's no like I don't have to deal with water. So like that's where like when I'm looking at a course, it's not about like how like it doesn't have to be you know like gimmies or like super easy. But on the same side, right, I could right, use right. a little bit more right. easy. Right. Well, so, I'd so, like to know that before going in. So, right. So Mike, Mike, when you say playability, then you're looking for you like courses. We may be in a similar situation here. Mm. Where I like courses where if I hit the ball and it goes twenty yards outside of the fairway, sure. here we go. I can still find it. It's, right. Yeah. <laughs> I can. I, mean? I can get myself out of this situation. Right. It's not like I'm getting, like if I shank it, I shank it. Yeah. Right. This is this but, is LB. LB's taking a shot at Lake Press for those who don't know because <laughs> Lake Press fairways are thirty yards wide and then there's mm-hmm. sidewalk and woods and it's oh, like, yeah. hey, I'm sorry, you get hit the fairway, you're done. So, yeah. You're in a tunnel. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I was looking on your Instagram and you did something about, you know, top courses, 30 minutes outside of Pinehurst. But did you guys get a chance to go to Pinehurst and play? So, yeah. So I, I actually wrote that. Uh, so I, I used to live, I think you may not have been on the Zoom yet, but I used to yeah, live he was down. Probably, he was late. I think he was late today. Yeah, I will okay. continue on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. I, I used to I used to live down in Raleigh. Uh, so Pinehurst is not too far away. And when I was down there for about three, three and a half years, I was able to play all those courses and uh, multiple times. So it was, it was a lot of fun to write that article and just talk. Did they about ask you, cause again, I came in like, did they ask you the question about number two? No, no we hadn't got that far yet. No. Nope. So I'll just put it this way. Um, everybody, we did a trip to Pinehurst. Everybody who went there loved it, loved number two. There is one person in the group that thinks number two is overrated. Um, what do you think about number two? Yeah, that's such a tough question. <laughs> I honestly like I think it depends on your experience. For me, I I don't it depends on what context you mean is overrated cuz if if it's in terms of difficulty it's not overrated. No. It's hard as shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. That is fact. Number two, number two is not playing games. Yeah. They, no, don't come down really. there thinking. Don't yeah. come down there faking. Like, yeah. don't. Like, yeah. and, 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 and number two, number two, number two is like, you know, look, if you aren't a, U, a, a UFC fighter, don't get in the octagon because 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 yeah. because number two is a UFC champ, oh, a heavyweight okay. champ. And so if you're a lightweight or a middleweight and you and you've never been in the octagon before. Yeah. Don't expect to come down there and, and, and put it in work. Go play number eight or something. Yeah. 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 That's such a good way to put it, man. But in ter- like I can see how some people would say that just based on um, I think just some of the whole layouts seem I don't want to, the word elementary is coming to mind. Not, but it's, not pedestrian. It's, I was thinking that too, but not that, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like less it's than, like, yeah, it's like there's, every hole doesn't look majestic. Right. right. There's, right, there's nothing right. aesthetically pleasing about number two. Right. Yeah. I mean, I would say there's, there's a handful of holes that are, so. yeah. uh, but like, but to your point, I think when you go there and you're like, Oh, this is the Mecca of golf. You want every single hole to just be like, oh my God. And right. it's just not how it is. Right. It's, it's uh, not Band of Dunes. It's difficulty. not the teeth of the dog in DR. It's right. in, in Mid Atlantic, North Carolina. And it was designed to kick your ass in golf. It's like, you <laughs> right. know, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, I'm not pretty, yeah. but I'm going to designed I'm gonna you to up. humble you. Correct. Yes. Yeah. 100%, 100%. I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but I almost feel like that's the same way Laurel Hill is. It's like, I'm not, we're not, I'm not out here. It's not a, I'm not a beauty contest. Like, but, but, you know, it's, you come out here and play around. I can, I can, I can give you work if that's what you want. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Lord yeah Lord Hill's Hill's tough. tough. Don't they? Don't they host like the national amateur each year or mm-hmm. some kind of big amateur tournament? Yeah, yeah one of the so. few municipals that get that that get that yeah. honor, I believe. And yeah. if they don't, yeah. they should. <laughs> Lord Hill's tough, man. It's it, it but it, oh, but yeah. it, but it, but I I I enjoy it. I mean, we went to Pinehurst. I mean, I didn't play. I mean, I never really played well, but um, <laughs> <laughs> number two, I didn't do great, but. It, I, and, and maybe it was the mystique and just the history behind it, because it's not aesthetic. But like when you're on it, you feel like 
yeah, I'm on a championship level, you know, situation yeah, here. This sure. is not this is not for the for the for the thing. So I had a question for Chris about and uh or both of you about the value talk about the value proposition for Birdie Network. I'm not this sounds very businessy, but basically because I'm I'm thinking now about in the last since the pandemic, when um I'm sure you guys have noticed this, um golf courses are are eaten. They're doing very well. And prices have gone up to reflect that. So I feel like a service like yours would uh, would particularly for courses like in a certain range, you know, you start to get into like, um, at least in this area, I don't know, 80, 85, 90 up uh, would be a good, good way for them to differentiate themselves. Right. Where it's like, Hey, like you said at the, at the top, Hey, we're going to ask you to pay 120, 130 whiskey Creek, 150 now to come out and play. I should have a place where I could go to be like, well, what am I getting for that? Yeah. Mike, do you want to take that? Or do you want me to take it? Um, tell you what why don't you start us off and then i'm like yeah I'm i said you guys like it wasn't really a question yeah. i was just but I, it's just yeah. what i was thinking i was like I, I didn't know if like when you go to pitch courses it's like hey man if there's some resistance i could see them being like oh well you know we'll do our own in-house video it's like look man you you guys are asking the competition tea times are hard to get now like mm-hmm. the competition for golfers and what i would call like your a-tier golfers this is your uh like you said people are willing to pay three digits you know triple digits or whatever the whatever wherever you live whatever the uh the, the top tier courses are uh, and then they come out between what's that like between six and like six and eight in the morning, like those those guys, and they play you know twenty, thirty, forty rounds a year. How can you separate yourselves? And I feel like something birdie never will be something you know that'd be a, a place to piss them on at. Oh yeah, without a doubt. We I mean we we definitely feel that way. We're a little, little biased, but right, right, right. Um, yeah, I think I think there's two separate. I thought about this a lot. I think there's two separate value props. There's one for more metropolitan type courses that are densely packed, like in the DMV area mm-hmm. and then courses in the rural areas, which are a little further of a drive. Right. So let's, let's take the the metropolitan areas, for example, and when you're densely um, located around multiple different golf courses, like, um, you know, like the DMV area, I'll just mm-hmm. use that as an example. Well, even, mm-hmm. even, even take, even take like the area close to the LB. I mean, if you got blue mash, then you got Laytonsville, you, got, I mean, you got a lot of courses in this one little cluster. Right. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and a lot of people you, that play. Well, yeah. And, and Vernon, to your point, like how do you differentiate yourself? Right. I mean, if people are going for, from website to website and you have these amazing immaculate videos on there that give a bunch of information, show how you're better. I mean, that is going to convert business for you. Yes. Um, and then I think conversely, in the more rural areas, the courses that take an hour or so to drive, let's take actually Bristow Manor, for example. Um, they said afterwards, they were like, hey, I've actually seen people who have come here that we haven't seen before, before the videos. Um, and it's like, it's really important for them because if you're going to drive an hour from the city, you, you want to make sure that Bristow is going to be nice. Yes. Uh, now they don't charge 150 like Whiskey Creek, uh, but, but still, if you're going... If you're going to spend two hours in the car and another 80 bucks on the course and then a couple beers and a hot dog or whatever, it's like, yeah, I want to make sure this is a good course. So I think I think there's value both ways, to, you know, no matter where the course is um, uh, you know, uh, located. Right. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, the no matter where it's located. yeah. I mean, yeah. this is this would help us a ton because we do this on the regular during the season. Uh, Claude and LB can attest. We I'm, as you're talking, I was thinking about, oh, yeah, we went to Pennsylvania to play. Uh, the Founders Course. I don't remember the resort name, but there's uh, there's two courses up there: the Founders Course and mm-hmm. the Forge Course, or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm about to get the resort, but again, thankfully it was nice. But we hopped in the car early in the morning. Me and my buddy from like Southern Maryland, he drove up here and did a whole trip up there. And thank goodness it was cool. Royal New Kent, same thing. Like we now we knew yeah, that was good because yeah, links, of, links of Gettysburg. We did that links at links, Gettysburg, 100. You know, percent Yeah. So it's yeah. it's it's uh, it sort of um, shortens or aggregates what would normally be just a word of mouth golfer network where like, Oh, I know a guy who played X and he said, it's good. When did he play? Well, 2015. And then you go up there and Oh, maybe it's not that or, or whatever. So yeah, I think that I, I would like to see courses start doing something like this again, as they ask more of the, of, you know, of their premier or top tier golfer, whatever you want to call it, whatever they're, um, they want more of my money. I need more in return. <laughs> yeah, 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 and I have to compete. I have to compete more and more with other golfers for these, uh, for you know, for the best tee times. So yeah, that would be that would be super useful. Um, where do you where do you see? I'm just curious. Where do you see the most when you talk to golf courses? Uh, where is most of trepidation? I would imagine it would be like 
a thing of like, oh, well, you know, we can we can do that or or we'll, we'd like you to do the, the drone work and the video for us, Mike, but just keep it here. Just just give yeah. us the video or whatever like that. Like, how do you kind of get around? I mean, I, obviously you're still working on it, but how do you kind of like work, work your way around that? Yeah, it's um, it's a little bit of a challenge. Uh, of course, I mean, one of the like, I think one of the biggest factors that everybody has in 2022, right, is content ownership. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you, I th- so one of the biggest hurdles initially that we've experienced with these courses, right, is just like anything within like within any job or profession that, that you have, everybody's got a budget, right, mm-hmm. that you have to adhere to. And large expenditures or say um, luxury expenditures are not something that are normally planned for in August. If your fiscal, like if your budgetary, uh, you know, year, your fiscal year starts in June, you'd start, you've already locked in for the next yeah. 12 months. Um, and that could be, that's variable for, for any company, you know, you can start in Q1, you could start in Q4. You know, you know, that goes course to course. So it kind of, you have to, I guess we found that we, we've got to kind of set ourselves up um, for the courses that reach out to us, for the courses that we've reached out to, mm-hmm. to be available, uh, you know, to talk about it when those budget you know, conversations are coming up. Because, yeah, I mean, you get to the end of the year and it's like, oh, yeah, we have money left over. That's great. Or, you know, if you're in the middle of your, you know, like your fiscal year, you have to you know, prepare for like what we don't know what's in the next couple of months are going to look like. Right. It could be hot right now. But, you know, it could, things could slow down. So we want to make sure that we've got all of our bases covered. Um, yeah. yeah, very diplomatic because, like I said, I've, I'm seeing these courses. And again, I, look, Claude and LB will tell you, I'm the least of all the golfers of the group who's like I, myself and I think Aaron will drive anywhere, will pay whatever to play cool. golf. Yep. Sure. Last year's tested even me. Like, we're like, it's like, it's like, well, yeah, that's all. Yeah, it's going to be 160. It's like, cool. I just want to warm up at the range. Yeah, oh, hey, John's an extra 20, brother. I mean, it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? So, um, it's, it's definitely a challenge, uh, man. Like, we, uh, I think one of the, the things we talked about a lot is that historically, right? Like, the, the power, we're talking about power users or like, who's your, like, the top tier, um, like, the the most active users within you know like the the sport of golf and let's be honest the the zeitgeist is that the most active people playing golf are probably those who have time and so we have older you know re- older retired people who've got plenty of time during Monday through sure. Sunday mm-hmm. to play anytime they want right yeah. so competing for those who you know are, are you know like who are of you know younger golfers. Uh, competing for our time is always going to be difficult. You know, we've got everything in the world is a hurdle as far as like what we can t- budget time wise. Not e- like but just taking money out of it. Right. Time is like that. Like time is equally as important mm-hmm. as, as money mm-hmm. in uh, that discussion. So on that end, we're like, we're like how these courses really need to like from our perspective kind of evolve like going forward. Right. We're, we've got my grandfather's generation, for instance, my grandfather plays golf every week. Okay. I mean, he's, he's 84 and he just is Lucky he guy. Can barely move just, yeah. just out there. He's just playing polo, just whacking away. <laughs> uh, and hope, you know, at the end of the day, hoping like his legs man, aren't killing him. But then we have our generation, right? We have generation before us and the generation that's coming up. We're, when we go to a restaurant, we're not, you know, we're not going to the restaurant that's next door. We're going to go look at Yelp. Yeah. We're going to go look at Google reviews. We're going to like, we're going to ask our friends. It's going to be a total encompassing, as Chris said, a holistic view of how am I going to spend my money? I might give something a shot on a whim if I'm like desperate or if I like, yeah, like I, I, you know, it piques my interest. But most of the time it's because I'm looking at something that says this is good enough for me to justify doing it. Well, true. Right? And going forward, I think these, I think courses are going to have to like uh, adjust that. And we would like to, like, we'd like to be part of that solution um, and offering them a, a place and an expertise that says, look, we, we know what we're like, we know how to market you for a generation of golfers that's going to be coming forward that, isn't using yellow pages they're using you know their iphone <laughs> <laughs> and and mike if i might build off that you make a great point 
Um, that's actually a fantastic segue. But, you know, I mean, where do we usually go if we want to look at reviews? I mean, yes, website, but what are we on every single day? Social media. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. We're on our phones, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. Uh, that's becoming very, very big for golf courses. And we format all of our videos and everything for social media so that you can show course flyovers when people come check you out on social media and whatnot. So that's just, I just wanted to build off that. I, I think that's a, a really key point as well. Cause I, I'm checking out courses on, on Instagram almost every day, just fooling around, killing time, just supposed to be working. But, <laughs> 60% of my you know. Instagram at this point is just some guy teaching me a trick that I don't know <laughs> to hit a ball. That I probably won't do it as good as me. Yeah. <laughs> but it just, it just, I'm there. I'm a, the... like, I'm absorbing that content. I'm interacting with it. Yes. And if, like, yeah. on the spectrum of like how do we get like how do we get a different generation of golfer that's going to want to stay and maintain themselves within the sport um mm. they're going to have to market them in the places that they like that, they, where, where know, we are them. yeah you're not wrong because yeah. like I, i've picked I, i've listed i think some target uh bucket list trips just off of our, our you know, as a popular instagram golf photographer we've all seen i think evan schiller he posts, he's just posting some of them repeat, but like Bamp yeah. Springs, never heard of it. And so I was like, what is this? Oh, it's in yeah, uh, was it Alberta, I think, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And just like, yeah. cool. That's on the list. Want to go. And then, you know, I'm, and again, it's just that information travels much faster. It's more modern because this is how we did this great point about the restaurants. This is how we do everything today. We don't just pop up and say, hey, we're going, you know, we're going to, you know, Joe's Crab Shack. Is it good? I don't know. Let's try it. You know, and Joe's Crab Shack <laughs> is not a sponsor. I'm not hating. But um, but it is trash. But that's <laughs> Unless they, they do want to sponsor. And then <laughs> and which write case, a check, we'll go and eat, and then we'll, yeah, we'll cut LB. Yeah, come to LB part right out. There you go. Never had the bread. It's so good. So really quick, I just, before we get out of here, I wanted to talk, you kind of touched on the, uh, marketing for Instagram. Can you talk a little bit about the technical side? Like how, like um, everybody loves a good, like a good drone flyer, even if it's not, even if you're not a golfer, I feel like on Instagram, you get a nice landscape flyer. Like, can you talk about what that process is like? Uh, uh, Michael, Chris, like what you go, you know, types of drones you're using, footage you're getting, all that type of stuff. Cause I know there, I can imagine, you know, Bristol, you know, the, the people you have in and your, your prospects, customers like, ah, oh, we're not sure. Then you hit them with that footage and you're like, damn, is that what my course looks like? That's right. That's yeah. why. Like, this is dope. Yeah. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So from the like from the technical side of things, uh, yeah, we're using uh DJI cinematic drones. Um, we are we're shooting at 4K resolution. We're um on our side when it comes to graphics, we looked at like our graphics as like a, it's a big thing, right? Mm-hmm. We grew up, Chris and I grew up, we were heavily uh playing, you know xbox and playstation yeah we're in our mid-30s we're all like we all like we all do uh (laughs) and so we looked at like our graphics package and we looked at like okay so when we watch when we watch the masters when we watch us open when Mm -hmm. we watch you know like our big tournaments we would like we need to model and emulate those things and you know patrick and i coming from the production you know world we you know we know how to do that we know who to like you know and if we don't know how to do an exact thing we know who to get in contact with so we can get it done mm-hmm. um so we've modeled our package to to reflect that of like okay this is a like this is a television production like a broadcast tv yeah, style this is a broadcast like this is a like for like this is from a tee box to hole uh on the green this is a full television production like from you know the you know from the tee box we have our you know we have hazards we have ball trajectory and ball flight we have landing zones we have uh, a full uh, voiceover that walks you through the like you know whether it's a little history of the hole or whether it's uh, you know how to like how to accurately play it um, and you know from there we give you like we give you a full view of the we give you a full view of the green and um, give you as much information as possible within the confines of like 45 to 50 seconds. Nobody is going to watch a three minute hole really breaking down and watching like, you know, 20 of these over the course of like, okay. So before every time I get in the tee box, I'm going to have to watch three minutes. Hold, hold, please. (laughs) But if I'm driving between holes, I could pull the hole up and say, all right. uh, I know I can't hit 220 this landing. So, but I see this spot here before the creek. I know I definitely need to land before that creek. 
So that's like that. That's really what we're aiming for is to give you as much information within a 45 to 50 second uh, period of time as possible and doing that in a, in a way that's um, giving, giving the user uh, that, that broadcast television experience. I'm so uh, sorry to cut you off, but I'm I'm looking ahead. at I'm looking at Bristol Manor now as you're talking, and I'm on hole number seven, which I, I can't stand this hole because I always hit it in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one is that? Which one is that? I got that's know. the that's the dog leg kind of dog legs to the right, uh, but you got to hit over the water, but you can't go too oh, long. Oh, it goes I know you're talking the about. Woods. That's a right. nightmare. Yes, yeah, that, yeah. that that hole is has gotten everybody. I think at least once. Yes, um, but I do like I do as you were talking. I was looking at how you do the landing zones with the little the circle and the, the numbers that are going around sure. for different uh, from the different tee box. So that's pretty cool. I, I do. That's pretty pretty cool. Very accurate. And I like I like your design and how you uh, how you showing the holes. So, I haven't. Obviously, I have it muted, so I'm not listening to the voiceover. <laughs> right, right, right. But no, that was yeah. going to be that was going to be my next question for Chris, just to close us out. Like, what kind of feedback exactly? What Obi's talking about? What kind of feedback have you gotten back from your your user test base thus far? You just talk about like some of the results that you're seeing from what you put up. Um, in terms of numbers, I don't know them off the top of my head, but we've got we've gotten very good viewer numbers uh, based on putting everything on on Bristol Manor's website. We don't have numbers yet from Benintera or Road New Kent, okay. But I think in you know just over a year, I think we have. Don't quote me; it's on our website actually. Uh, it's it's an ongoing tracker, but I think we have like over one hundred eighty thousand impressions. We have close to. 18,000 views or something okay. like that. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, there's, there's 20 ish videos. I think that includes the brand video and, and the flyover, but it's getting good traffic and it's pretty consistent. Last time I looked, I think we were getting, um, gosh, don't quote me here. I, I'd have to go look at our Google an- analytics that we got set up. It's something like we're getting maybe like close to a thousand views a month right. over across, across all videos. Mm-hmm. Right. And, wow. and the feedback, though, has, has, has been more like LB said, just like, oh, look at this. Look how useful this is, like from the actual golfers and stuff like that. Yes. Well, we haven't gotten a lot of feedback from directly from golfers simply okay. because, um, you know, our our direct ties are, are straight to the golf course. I mean, that's who we're right, selling right. to. So okay, true. they have said, you know, Bristow has said, hey, we've seen some new golfers in here. We really love the videos, yada, 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 which is great feedback, great testimonial. But we don't have any true feedback from actual golfers yet. We're still trying to work that out. I think I think once we get it up on the website and we have a mechanism for aggregating that feedback, yes. we'll, sure. we'll we'll have that. We just don't have that yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, as you work it all out, man, we really appreciate your time. Uh, if people want more information on Birdie Network Golf, like where can they go? What's just the social media handles and all that jazz? Yeah, so our website is www.birdie-network.com. Pretty simple. And uh, you can find us on Instagram at at Birdie Network Golf. Uh, we also have TikTok and Twitter and Facebook, but we're we're pretty heavy on Instagram. We we've sure. kind of let pictures and video right? one slide. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's kind of our thing. So we've let the other one slide a little bit, but you can definitely find us on on Instagram. Nice, nice. Well, look, we appreciate your time, Mike and Chris. Thank you for joining us on Golf DMV, man. Really appreciate it. Bob, hey, Aaron, Lawrence, appreciate you guys, man. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it, guys. Shout out to our friends, The Love Life Cafe, conveniently located in Laurel, Maryland. Go to The Love Life Cafe. Let them know that you heard about them on Golf DMV. Get a nice little discount there. Listen, The Love Life Way is quality, kindness, integrity, and health. When you go, you can get a nice little coffee. Or maybe you want something real fancy, like an espresso. They've got all that stuff, cappuccinos. they got lattes. Or maybe you're just like me, and if you get a coffee, you just want a regular one. So whether it's fancy, whether it's regular, you can get one of those. They've got teas, all kinds of non-coffee drinks. I actually like the pressed juices when I go there. Uh, I get the hydration station. I like the liver lover. Uh, but you can also go green and get some kale, cucumber, parsley, celery, apple, lemon, ginger. They got this punch shot, too. It's just, it's a little, small little bottle. And, man, that thing will wake you up and burn your chest. All kind of pastries and toast, too. You can gather with your friends because it is a complete vibe inside the Love Life Cafe sit-down have a drink eat some pastries and have a good conversation or bring your laptop do some work there you know if you're working remote you want to hang out at the cafe switch up uh the scene a little bit your uh, atmosphere and environment want to infuse some love into your work by the way when you purchase something give them the code love golf 
The code is love golf and you get a discount. My friend Adriana, she goes there and when she pays for her stuff, she gives them the code love golf and she sends me a picture of the receipt just to show that she got her discount. Again, that's the Love Life Cafe, the website, the lovelifecafe.com, conveniently located in Laurel, Maryland. When you go there, let them know you heard about them on Golf DMV. Oh, yeah. So check those guys out. Um, yeah, we'll try to get them back on the show. I feel like every time we have a, a guest on, we're like, oh, we got to get them back. I mean, I just think about, you know, Kathy Kim, mm-hmm. uh, other sister that was uh, with Callaway. Yep. We got to, we, maybe we should circle back to some of McKenzie. our folks and bring them back on. And, yeah. yeah. I think the only return guest we've had is uh, uh, our guy, see, now, uh, now I can't, oh, Garrett, our buddy Garrett. He's been on twice. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, you know, yeah, no one else. So we're going to have to, winter months are coming up. So we're going to start deeming a lot of people <laughs> to, to help us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got our guy, the coach at Good Council. Yes. Yes. Him, him I really want to get on before the holiday. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, I feel like so. he has some, some, uh, some good stories. And I've done some research on the high school stuff. And I have some interesting results and some questions I want to ask him. So, um, okay. yeah. Yeah. Yep. We'll get him more. All right, guys. Uh, we'll come back next week. Be sure to watch Coach B's show. Uh, what is it called again, LB? Uh, 15, uh, good, minutes. 15 mm-hmm. good Minutes. 15 Good Minutes. Mm-hmm. Coach B, watch that uh, on YouTube. And then um, if you've got any criticism for him, just send it directly to us, and then we'll blast him. on the. <laughs> no, there's no criticism of Coach B. Coach B is the man. All right, y'all. We'll be back next week.